It's only fitting that we're on home soil and Mr. Carlos signs renews for two more years. Yeah, let's talk about it. I, that's what I want to open with too. So great minds think alike. I'm not a fan of that deal. It almost feels like complacency. Not complacency. My problem is, is you sign him when you haven't determined a number one driver yet. And if a pecking order comes down the line and I tweeted about it, what's going to happen? It's going to cause friction. And Carlos is signed when you sign this agreement. And we don't know what goes behind closed doors. But unless they've gone and said to Carlos, like, you're not a number one driver. And they've set the expectation clear. Like, if Charles continues to win, you'll be a number two driver. I'm not the biggest fan of the extension. I know that in the past I've said they should lock him up. But it kind of feels like you need a number two for Charles. Like, that's kind of how I've been in the direction. Not saying it's a bad move, but... I don't know if it was the best move. And it lines them both up to 2024. So you're either going to have a Lewis Nico situation or one of them is just going to be okay with being the number two. Yeah. In, in terms of, you mean in terms of um, overall chemistry, right? You're yeah. not talking about like performance wise. Cause like I, like we've talked about, I don't think it's been close. And, and you know, I hope Carlos closes that gap, but if he doesn't, and he feels like he should be a number one driver, which you probably shouldn't at that point. I'm a little concerned for Ferrari. Yeah. Bonato is obviously has to be uh, happy and enthusiastic with the news. I mean, he said that they've believed in him. He's shown that he's a, you know, incredible driver, all the rest of it. We're not here to say Carlos Sainz is not talented, but you are the Tafasi. You are the most storied team in the history of F1. So, it just adds to the pressure of they got to win. Yeah, they do. I mean, do you think it looks like a Seb and Kimi Raikkonen thing where he's Kimi and Seb is Charles? Like, No, I think it's so different. You've got really two young drivers. No, I'm talking about like in terms of where they like Kimi, everybody thinks he's a good driver, but he can win one. But Charles is clearly, um, Seb is clearly the number one driver. Yeah, like, do you Charles think that's is, what we get? I think so. You know, Carlos Sainz still needs to win his first race. He does. He does. I mean, have, we've never seen a champion win a season without winning a race, but it would be funny if someone just got second place a whole year and won. And that, you know, that could be Carlos Sainz, bro. It could be, but just crazy to think that Carlos has never won a race yet. Yeah, he's never won a race, which to me is kind of shocking. I'm, I don't know. Like, I, I was also big on bringing Mick to Ferrari if he proved himself in the next year. Well, probably out the window now. Probably out the window. Mick also hasn't looked the greatest, so... I mean, I think it's for personal reasons, but overall, great move for Ferrari. I just feel like you may be committed too soon or, or maybe too long, too long, if that makes sense. Like, I think one more year made sense. I think they were also kind of hoping on Mick and maybe they were not too impressed with Mick so far. And that's what allowed them to pull the trigger early. The Schumacher name can only get you so far, eh? <laughs> Listen, any, yeah, a name can only get you so far unless you're uh, Lance Stroll. Yeah, I mean, listen, your dad owns a team. That's a little different. But let, let's let's move to the, tr you know, we've got... Sam, let, let's shout out our boy. So our boy came on here. His name was... What was his name? It was... Hang on one sec. Our guy on Twitter, listening to the pod. And we appreciate you listening to the pod. Um, I mean, you've, you've commented before. We appreciate it. I think kind of two things. A, we'll address this. Oliver, I don't know how much Lewis Hamilton spends. I'll just throw him a, a high amount because I think Lewis lives an extravagant lifestyle. And B, I just think Seb's smart with his money. And we'll leave it at that, right? Yeah. Like, I, and listen, I tweeted back at Oliver <laughs> and I asked him, I said, who do you think is the worst with their money? And you know what? It may be Pierre Gasly. I'm starting to think like yeah, Pierre, Pierre really likes Yeah, Pierre could be worse with his money. But the thing is like, I, I just, I, 
at the end of the day, Lewis lives an extravagant lifestyle, and I don't think Seb does, right? Like, I generally don't, and I think Seb's Not to say that we're saying that Lewis is not rich. I mean, you got that much money, you're making money, but yeah, Lewis likes to spend money. Yeah, uh, and at the end of the day, I'll stick by my comment. If I was rich enough, I would never want to stay in a spot for more than two years, and I have the money to move my house to do whatever I want. So that's why I would never buy a property, but this is about Imola, so let's get into Imola. Hold on, before we do get into Imola, you said sent me a message saying, Lewis partying with Aoki. I mean, it's just a picture of the two of them together. He's partying, bro. There's, come on, look at the scenery. That looks like a club or like at least a lounge. It does. But where was it? Like, because I don't think probably Steve in London. is in London. It's probably but London. Lewis is running the, in the streets of London. Like, It's probably was, London. Yeah. Steve Aoki, I mean, partying in Europe is a big house. Do you think, uh, I know this is just a little off track, but Lewis just running the streets by himself in London? Maybe. I, I have no idea, man. 7.30 in the morning? I mean, no one's out? People are Baseball out. cap on? on. It, it's London, bro. We talked Come about on. Charles Leclerc getting robbed. Nah, but you know who Lewis Hamilton is. Like, Lewis Hamilton's recognizable. The dreads, That's the what tattoos. I'm saying. Even though he's wearing the baseball cap. Yeah, but no one's robbing How Lewis. safe is it for Louis to be out there? No one's robbing Lewis in London. He owns London. But the Steve Aoki thing, just so people know, is like, I don't care what Lewis does on his free time, but he is just giving more haters, more ammunition. ammunition and yeah. I hate it because Lewis is... You know, George came out and said he's a GOAT. And, you know, you can debate if he's a GOAT or not. I think Schumacher is until Lewis wins his eighth. But Lewis is right there with him. But George said that because people are asking him, like, are you trying to be the leaders? Like, Yeah, well, I know. Like, but I'm saying don't give people more ammunition when they're looking for all the ammunition in the world, right? And especially when your team's not doing well. Like, just don't be actively showing that you're, you're partying and stuff because people are going to take that the wrong way. But, you know, there's only so much you can do in a day working-wise. And you got to come decompress but i don't know I, I just hate the fact that people are like oh he's partying with steve ioki blah 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 it's like no yeah, it doesn't get, matter but you need to put more time in on the sim it's just it just it just <laughs> sucks that because social media he has to go through that as an athlete but i i would just hope that he avoids it or unless he just doesn't care what people say but he it, definitely doesn't care but it, i mean no athlete doesn't care you hear all athletes say they care it's just how much they take it to heart yeah definitely right? so we are heading to imola it is not far from Marinello. It's not the Tafasi's official home circuit, but it is home soil. First race in Europe. It's, it's, also, in the, it's also home soil for AlphaTauri, technically. Yeah, it's home soil for AlphaTauri. That's Alpha where they Mero. test. Um, it's a very fast track in the kind of forest. You know, I was listening to Nico Rosberg talk about, like, how the shadows can confuse you with your braking times. Mm -hmm. What do you think, man? I think it's going to be a good race. I think it was a good race last year. Obviously, the, the rain made it a little bit more interesting. Another another great example of Max pushing Lewis off, you know, turn yeah, one. Yeah, I think, um, I think Valtteri, I think George Russell probably gets in an accident. Like, it's due. Like, George Russell is due for a mistake. Like, he has to have the Mercedes mistake, and Imola and him are infamous with mistakes. So, Do we see it in the sprint, or do we see it in the race? Probably in the sprint. I mean... We could talk about a lot of different things. Mercedes says they're not coming out with anything. It's still going to be a tough race. Not Read They didn't that. say that they wouldn't come out with anything, but it's going to be a tough race. Alfa Romero has a new floor. so and Mercedes is really just saying the fact that all the teams are making improvements. So not only do they have to close the gap, they also have to keep up. But you don't get the luxury of having three practice sessions. Yeah, I mean, that, that's everybody's big thing is why bring new upgrades to this sprint because you only get FP1 and then you get a sprint. Then you get, you're, you're pretty much into the race week. You have one chance right? to kind of test. So you get out. qualifying after FP1 and then you have a sprint. So it's like, what's the point of doing it? 
my whole thing behind everything is Alpha Romeo's still bringing floor, so why don't you just try it? Damage limitation, Alpha Romeo knows they're not actually And let's be real, like if you have a bad sprint, that can really affect you now when first place is getting eight points. If you don't score a point in the sprint and your competitor gets away with an eight, seven, or six, like Oh, I forgot they changed the points. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We've gone from three to eight. I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but as we know last year, every point is a lot. Yeah, I mean, every point counts. So it's it's a tough call to be honest with you. I just don't know why teams would be so passive. I think when you look at this weekend, you might as well try new stuff. And that's another weekend you have of data, which because you're so early in the year, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I might be tempted to try my new parts. So you have race data for your new parts for the for the future. But it feels like a lot of teams are just sacking this weekend with I improvements. Mean, Toto said that everyone's been working through Easter. I think it's every team, factory, though, right? I think like, it's every team. You know, trying to figure trying to figure this stuff out, but you know, when we look at heading into this weekend with, especially with the sprint, it just adds so many variables. Um, it's not like, like you say, you can't really test it. All the teams get an additional, I think, hundred thousand dollars if there's a write-off or an accident, which is not even a lot of money when you're talking about it. Could be a million dollar plus. Yeah. But don't be stupid and run your car into a wall. Like, that's just what it comes down yeah, to. Carlos Sainz, you just signed this renewal. No mistakes, bro. Yeah, the thing is, when you, when you look at the 100000 it's like, take safe overtakes. I mean, Imola has good overtaking places. I so. like the fact that the start isn't necessarily a straight into a corner. It's kind of like a long curve. Yeah, I mean, Imola is a great track to race, right? Like, I think it's a good, I think it's a good racetrack. I don't think it's a bad track to race on. So, I think there's places where you can overtake and ultimately, don't be dumb. Don't cost your team a lot of money. Like, that's part of being a race driver is finding the right opportunity, right? Like, we talk about Lewis and Michael. They they typically always, they first finish the race. Number one, finish yeah, the race. Finish the race. So, I mean, what what was Lewis's DNF cause last year just because of Max? Yeah. Typically, he finished every single race. But I, I can't really say much more than don't be stupid. Don't don't, make, don't pull don't a, be dumb. Don't pull a Nicholas Latifi. Oh my God! Yeah, no more airtime for Latif. But the other thing that is just, I mean, I know we know it, but going into this race, Mercedes is number two in the constructors, and they were the lead constructor in Australia. It's just kind of wild because. They're obviously so far off. What do you mean they were the lead constructor in Australia? They were the they came first in the constructors. Oh, I thought you meant they were leading the race. I was like, what? Leading the yeah. I mean, it's total points, right? I mean, they were what one or two points ahead of Ferrari. Yeah, I mean, three, four, and with a science DNF, right? But it's just all things considered. I don't know if you want to just call it pure luck. It's been luck. It's been luck. Because Red Bull's engine, right? It's it's been luck for Mercedes. So but. damage limitations with the fact that you did not have the performance out the gate this year, you couldn't have asked for anything else. You could have asked for a good car. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Outside of the performance, <laughs> like you've had the perfect secondary. No, I mean Lewis had a really bad. They've had some. They've had some. Like Lewis had that bad qualifying lap. George obviously that first ball rain qualifying. He um he missed that corner. It's yeah. like. They haven't been that great either. Like, it, it kind of feels like Ferrari's been the only team that's been pretty lucky. I mean, Carlos Sainz made his own mistake. Yeah, it wasn't the car. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, George made his mistake too, but 
ultimately, I feel like Ferrari's been pretty free from, like, they've been the only team that I feel that that's had only one bad thing, which was Carlos' spin-out. Right? Yeah. Every other team's had multiple mistakes, I feel like. Is there any is there any team that hasn't had multiple mistakes? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone outside of Ferrari is being perfect. Ferrari hasn't been perfect. Carlos is one ble- blemish. Yeah, but from a constructor standpoint. Yeah, like they've been really good. McLaren's but. had their issues. Alpine's had their issues. Alfatori's had their issues. Mercedes obviously has their issues. Red Bull has their issues. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the, the bottom. But but even then, like think about it. That's so, that is that the only Ferrari mistake you can list this year? Yeah, and you know what? Even pre signs is uh, spin out. I mean, he had the issue with was it the um, the startup the start? start. But I'm talking about driver mistake. That's the only driver yeah. mistake from Ferrari. Every other Ferrari's team's been had near perfect. Yeah. They had right from testing, right before even testing. Like everything Ferrari has said and done has been perfect. And Mercedes has had made made a lot of mistakes this year, right? Or, or you know they've taken risks. They've made some mistakes. We'll put it like that, right? So. Yeah, I feel like Mercedes has had a lot of fortunate luck, but they've also had some bad luck too with, with some bad, either you call it bad driving or bad calls from George and Lewis with tire temperature and what they decided to do with their car, but they haven't they haven't been that lucky, to be honest. They've been lucky in the fact that Red Bull has taken a lot of hits. Yeah, that's what they've been, been very lucky on that aspect, and that's the team that we haven't talked about today is Red Bull. Reliability issues, they've put Max in a very shitty position out the gate. Uh... What do we see from Red Bull this weekend? So, Red Bull is an interesting team because obviously they have a very fast engine, right? Like, we understand they have a fast car. And, you know, Christian Horner has a snark comments, but I'd rather have a fast car. I have to fix about reliability. Yeah, yeah, whatever. By the way, thank you to Red Bull for making that video of uh, Checo driving from New York to Miami. That was great content. Um I think they come out with a strong performance. I think this is like a one-two Red Bull. I think Red Bull dons the, it, it, uh, wins the race. One of them. Do you weekend. think uh, for the sprint, Red Bull will be starting on pole? Ooh no! Ooh, their car is seems a little faster from what we've seen, but they just might have better packages for Jada. Ooh. No, I'm gonna go with Charles. I'm Charles. gonna go with Charles. I just think Max is a better racer at this point in his career. Like what we learned in Jeddah. And like, Do you think Charles getting a pole position for the sprint? I think Charles is getting a pole position for a sprint. I think Max is going to edge him out in, in the race. Like, you know what Max does, right? In typical races. Yeah, I mean, last year, it was Lewis out the front. He was almost getting sandwiched by both Red Bulls. And then, obviously, Max kind of pushed him onto that first corner. Did you uh, get alert out for where, where's Valtteri? Where's Valtteri? I mean... No, I so said last year, did you oh, get the alert out for yeah, where's yeah, Valtteri? No, no, no. <laughs> Valtteri's living his best life at Alfa Romeo. He is now. Um, so let, let's throw this out there. How does how does uh, Carlos do this weekend compared to Charles? I mean, naturally, you've just signed this contract. You've been saying you need to catch up and do your homework. You had your mistakes last week. Like I'm, ex- if I expect Carlos to beat Charles this weekend, and if he doesn't, it's very clear this is it. You are number two. So here's my thoughts on it quickly, and I'll ask you this. Does he drive a little better because he's had that pressure of the contract lifted? One million percent. Every driver talks about how hard it is to drive when you don't have a future. We've heard Valtteri talk about it. We've heard Science talk about it. We've heard Pierre Gasly talk about but, it. But why, though? That should make you want to just drive even better. Like, Well, maybe. it's just the fact that you've spent your whole life trying to get to the highest point, and then you're like, shit, okay, it can but, be all gone next year. 
there's contract years in the NBA where players play their best basketball, and that typically happens. So why is it not the same for F1? Well, maybe it's just the fact that you know that there's only 20 jobs. I'm just saying, contract years in other professional sports usually tend to bring out the best in athletes. So that's where the disconnect yeah, is. Yeah, it, it's me. very different. In the NBA, players have their best years in contract years. In this sport, I mean, it's very different. Drivers talk about how hard it is to kind of concentrate and focus and be stress-free. Well, my thing is, too, is, like, if you're Carlos signs, do you really think you're not going to have a position on the grid next year? I think all these drivers, to a certain extent, understand that there's nothing I'm saying guaranteed. if you are Carlos signs, if you're in his shoes, do you actually think you don't have a position on the grid next year? I mean, I'm sure. I don't know, man. You, uh, there, you're kind of sitting there mind, looking, you're no, like, man, there's all no these way jobs are gone. There's no way in hell I'm not having a seat on a grid next year. I'm Carlos Sainz. If it, if it was just one driver, but we've heard multiple drivers talk about this, I think it's a real thing in F1, But it's man. Carlos Sainz. Who is Ferrari picking up instead of Carlos that's not on the grid right now? Great point. Right? That's my point. Is like you have to do deduction. Like, okay, cool. There's one seat left. It's a Ferrari seat. But if who is Ferrari pulling off that's not on the grid? They would just swap drivers, right? That's my whole point. Yeah. It's like I don't really think I'm not getting the seat. But we'll get back to the race weekend. Yeah, I think Carlos doesn't beat him. I really don't. I just think Charles is better than him. But it's, And I think then Ferrari has to establish very, like, you can't drag this out. You just got to make it pretty clear. Yeah, and I think that's a point, a talking point as well. But I think Carlos will get better after we hit summer break because it's been documented that Carlos is a very intelligent driver. So I think the more he learns his car, which may take a little bit more time, and the more the car gets a little bit more developed, he may learn how to extract a little bit more out of the car compared to... Charles's natural racing talent. So I think that's when we'll start to see Carl, uh, Carlos kind that's of catch up. Definitely, I think from a technical standpoint, everything you've learned and read about Carlos is he is very meticulous, the smallest details, he pushes the team. He may outwork Charles, but Charles is just a bit more talented. Yeah, it's just, I think he'll eventually learn how to extract a little bit more out of the car while Charles will just be a natural talent. Like, Charles is. I mean, he's number two right now in the young drivers. You can't debate that. Like, you can't put him over Max yet. There's no way in hell that you can do that. The impossible, But yeah. you can't put Lando or George over him right now. Like, there's nobody. Yeah, Charles number two. He's a clear number two in young driver talent. So, we talked about Ferrari enough. Um, we haven't talked about Mercedes in terms of what their weekend looks like. So, I'll let you start with that. Are they going to, you know, close that? They've never been half a second from the qualifying pace. I think the best they've been is like 0.68. So, yeah. So, what are, I think closing I think, that gap to half I a second? I think, yeah, maybe we get, we go from 6.8 to 5.8. We, we, we get a, a tenth. Here's my thing, though. If they don't come with some real visible upgrades this year, I mean, sorry, this race, and he keeps saying the team's been working hard, I know they can have developments coming next week, right, and all this stuff. Yeah. But it's like, why even say that? I think because you're setting up your fan base for a failure. You're, you're for setting them up, and if you're a casual fan, you're expecting these huge upgrades. But the reality is, every team's making upgrades. Yeah, but it's different. Every though. team's learning the car. But it's different though, because Mercedes' science is brilliant. It's just about unlocking that. That. But also, that you can't just fix it overnight because of the cost cap. I understand that, but then don't even say that we've been working hard at things. Like, yeah. set the expectation that listen, we don't have any new upgrades this year. This week, Let's I think talk about they, it when we get their to approach has been mixed messaging because you hear Toto say there's big upgrades working hard, but then you hear on the technical side that's going to be a challenging weekend. Yeah, so it's like, so that, it's like that's my issue. We're throwing two different messages at the fan base. And, and and that's my issue with the way Toto's running with it. It's like, 
Either throw in the new upgrades. Who cares if you only get one practice session? I don't really care. See what they look like, as I said earlier. Or don't even mention them. Right? Just say, hey, listen. We have the same car going to Imola. That's what we have for now. When we have an upgrade, we'll let you know. Right? Like, that, that's... I prefer that way, but hey, listen, I'm not the marketing engine in Mercedes. It's just crazy because I've, you know, I do my best to follow the drivers and just talking Mercedes, talking Lewis. A lot of the drivers have been in Italy. Lewis is obviously running in London tomorrow. The sprint is on Saturday. The qualifying is tomorrow. He was running in London yesterday, you're saying? No, this uh, this morning. Oh, you're talking about today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And, you know, today's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. He's obviously going to be on his way to Imola today, but it's like it's he's gone flight. from Malaysia to London to Monaco to Brazil back to London. It's a short flight, exactly. But I feel like he's been so busy with other prior commitments. I don't know what he's doing in London so close. He's definitely not in Brackley. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's just like Lewis has a lot of other distractions. And we've talked about focus, and obviously this year he says he's focused, but... Yeah, I mean, you're right. He is giving people opportunities to say, well, it's clear that Lewis has lost his interest. You want to know what the real problem is for me in terms of him traveling? I don't care about what he does. You can't be traveling to seven, probably, f- okay, let's call it four to five different countries, and no human's going to not have fatigue. Bro, let's not even talk countries for a second. Australia, Asia, Europe, South America. Yeah. Four continents. Okay, so it was like six, probably six six countries. But my whole point is like, you, I don't know what human can travel to four continents, probably six countries, and we'll call it 10-day span and not feel tired. Dude, it is fatigue to travel, man. Like, we've all traveled. I don't, it's like any, uh, anyone. And, and he's traveling the it. day of, the day before you get into your, your qualifying. So it's like, yo, it's a little concerning. Meanwhile, everyone else is, Ready, chilling. They've been in Italy. They've been, you know. Lewis better come out with a bat of a performance, like a bat out of hell. But if he doesn't, people are going to have something to say. I, I'm not because he's, at the end and of the I day, he's I get it. Like, he's a superstar with all of these commitments. But you got to take care of business first. You do. So where are you putting him on the grid, on the grid for the sprint? Honestly, like, this is where it's just so hard because you're a Mercedes fan. You're a Lewis fan. And it's like, I'm not expecting anything this weekend because I just don't. There's just nothing for me to be optimistic about. I hear you, but I think that I honestly think that Lewis is going to have, I think George is going to have a better weekend overall. And I think that even in Imola, George Russell's curse at Imola. I know he is, but (laughs) this is, this is George's. I know you said George is due for a mistake. George is going to keep it clean. I think Lewis is going to finish six in the sprint race. Where is he? No, where's he going to start on the grid first? Oh, where he's going to start? Yeah, I mean, you got to qualify first. I think he's going to start like eighth. And he's going to make his way up two spots. Yeah. Where do you have George? George's going to... So if Lewis is starting eight, I'm going to have George starting in fifth. Yeah, I have... I have Lewis... I don't think... I think Lewis is going to come with good qualifying. I think he'll come fifth. Lewis got pole here last year. A minute 14. I'm sure the lap times this year are going to be, what, a minute 16? I got, I got Lewis coming in fifth, and I got George coming in sixth. I think they're going to lock a five six for the rest. For the it's just so movie. dismal. Like when when you hear, oh yeah, they're going to lock a five six. Like that's fucking garbage. It's not like, garbage. Excuse it's, my it's, language. I just got to say it. Like it's just not acceptable. It's, it's, it's not acceptable for Mercedes standards. But all in all, y- it could be worse. 
Could be worse. It, it really could. Like, like you could be DNFing like Red Bull. Shout, out, shout out our guys, Haas. We haven't talked about them. I hope they, they well, f- fix their issues and they're better this weekend, too. I don't. I don't care about Haas. Okay, so <laughs> I got I got George finishing six. And in the sprint race, I have Lewis. I have Lewis making up the fourth for some reason. I just have a good feeling about Lewis making his way up in the sprint. And I got George finishing six in the sprint as well. So let's let's go through our predictions for Red Bull. What other teams should we do? Red Bull. I mean, we may as well just do our who's starting where. Like, are we gonna do who's? We may as well just say who's starting because we're gonna be covering this all week. Okay, let's do let's do not, let's do one one to ten. One to ten starting at the sprint. Yeah, us qualifying. Yeah. 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 So what's the great? Right, uh, I know you said Charles first. I'm gonna go Max one. Charles two. Carlos three, Checo four, yeah, George five, yeah. Fernando Alonso six, Pierre Gasly seven, Lewis eight. You got to throw Bottas in there. He's he's been a pretty good qualifying driver. Yeah, let's go Bottas nine and Yuki ten. See, I like what you've said, but we've kind of underestimated, uh, underestimated Alpine this whole podcast. They've come I, up, well, I said Alonso. No, but I'm saying we haven't talked about how, how good they looked in, other than reliability issues. They've looked really good. They have. So we'll see what they come out with. I think Alpine's going to have a good weekend. And I mean, I c- you could switch out Bottas for Ocon or Yuki for Ocon there. I mean, that those I'm, are interchangeable. I'm shocked, I'm shocked you have Pierre up so high because they haven't looked this that good. This is their, like, you know, this is their track. Okay, so I have Charles, Max... Checo, Carlos, Lewis, George, Alonzo, Ocon, Bottas, and I'm gonna throw in K Mag. Bro, no Alvatore. They haven't looked that good. Damn. I think I think Haas kind of picks it up this I weekend. I think Haas gets back into Q3, but you know, at the end of the day, Alpha Romeo is coming with an upgrade. So I expect him to look better this week. And um you know, the laughing stock of Williams. And I can't, you know what? I'm the only laughing stock right now is Aston Martin since they haven't scored a point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Seb racing for a laughing stock. Honestly, Sebastian Vettel, this is not what you want to be remembered. People always remember how you laugh. Like, it's bad. Does he make his way to Haas with Mick next year? <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing. Do they trade K Mag for. <laughs> it's like four time champion. And then you've got this. It's disgusting. I mean, Kimi Raikkonen went to Alfa Romeo after Ferrari. Yeah, but Kimi Raikkonen won one championship. Seb won four. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Let's just talk about the fact that Sebastian Vettel is the second tier under Lewis and Schumacher. Yeah, that's true. Oh, by the way, hang on. I got to change mine. I got to change mine. That's disrespectful. I don't have my boy Lando Norris. I'm switching out Lando. Bro, for none him. of us had McLaren in. I'm switching out Lando for, for K-Meg. My bad. I'm switching out Lando for K-Meg. That's, that's my bad. I'm switching out Lando for K-Meg. I'll, I'll leave mine, but it's crazy. I didn't put any McLaren drivers in there. So let, let's talk about what the sprint race actually looks like. Give me your uh, give me your top 10. Really? I mean, that's so we're going top 10 on who's starting and top 10 on who's finishing? Finish, yeah, just go quick. All right. Um... All Give right. me your top five then. Give me your top five. Yeah, I mean, top ten's a lot. Let's go top five. Max, Carlos, Charles, Checo, George. There so, you actually have Carlos being Charles in the sprint? Yeah. I got Max. Sorry, I got Charles, Max, 
Checo's gonna Checo's gonna make a mistake. Carlos, Lewis, and Checo. Okay. That's my top five. Listen, Checo's gonna make a mistake. Legitimate points up for grabs, and if you're Red Bull, you need these points. Lewis has gotta show me something this this weekend. Like in terms I of know. Like, and you know what, Lewis? It's hard for me like to have you and not even in my top five and where, where you're starting. Like okay, you so gotta you gotta prove me, man. This is what this this is a point that we'll end off with it, and this may be a long conversation. This is what I need to see from Lewis to prove to me he's the GOAT this year, right? I need to see a one-off performance where he wins with this car or he pulls off some... Pulls off what he did in Brazil last year. No, not Brazil. His car was the fastest. I don't, on that track, that, that track is fast. I don't... Uh, I'm talking about where you don't have the equipment and you pull off, uh, like, a memorable performance. Like, yeah, you, it's this historic, is, like, how did he do that? Yeah, Only like, Lewis could have done if that. If Lewis could win in this car this year, it will make his championship... So much more solidified. Because, the, yeah, because it is not the best car at the beginning of the year, so... I need to see a magical performance from Lewis. Yeah, at least once this year. If his one million percent, even if his car doesn't, it doesn't add up. I need to see a magical performance because he's Lewis Hamilton. Just to shut up the haters. One of those where the, he's pushing the tires, he's defending his first place hard. Like Bono's in his ear, and he's like, "Leave it to me, Bono." <laughs> <laughs> he's just I, like, need, I need to vintage. see a gunslinging performance from Lewis. I hope it's in Imola. I have a feeling he might pull out a vintage performance of Lewis in Imola, but. And like I, I got to get one of those from you this year because you don't have the best car. You need to show the world why you are the the best driver in the world, or why a lot of the people think you're the goat. I really need to see a that lot of people are, are. Listen, a lot of people are out here holding their breath for Lewis. So he showed he he showed in his last two races during race day he can find great pace out of the car. Last race, race incredible. Even I mean, Jeddah, he made yeah. his way up in Jeddah. Right, uh, uh, the, the tire swap is. What I mean, it, him. it was just you know. Racing, pit incident, but I mean, he he was in second last race. Yeah, I mean, the second was because people pitted, but like yeah. realistically, he was going to finish on the podium where George was. Like, exactly. It, it wouldn't max DNF. So I, I really think that he's been good in the last, like he worked his way up in Jeddah. He wor- he's obviously shown a strong race in Australia. So I want to see a blazing performance where people can't deny you of your talent. And I think Lewis... Because listen, the narrative this season, I mean, the the... Twitter fingers. I mean, people going hard saying, "Oh, I guess this is what it's like when you don't have the fastest car." Like people have been eating yeah, that and you know what? hard. That, that's for any driver, but I want to see Lewis just shut them up for one weekend with a performance where it's like, "Yeah, I don't have the best car, but I'm still Lewis, goddamn Hamilton." Facts. Where's Hammer Time? Yeah, where's where's Hammer Time? What's his full name again? You know it, <laughs> Lewis Carl Davidson Hamilton. You forgot the sir, Sir Lewis <laughs> Carl Davidson Hamilton. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's pretty much it from well from me. You have anything else you want to cover before we t- sign up? Yo, off? it felt like eternity between Australia and Imola. It didn't feel that long for me because I watched both of those races again. Listen, because I didn't make race week is here. First sprint, first race in Europe. It feels like Formula One, and then we head to Miami. Shout out Red Bull, New York to Miami. If you haven't seen the clip, go watch it. Scott also put a reel on title. It's cool. Make sure you hit Bet99. The link is in the description. That's our referral link. So please click it if you're into sports betting. They'll match whatever you deposit up to 600 bucks. We'll be back with coverage all weekend long. Yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And gamble responsibly. Peace. Peace.